Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim Ben. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome to Right Spokane Perspective on Carry the Love Tour this Wednesday episode on Right Spokane Perspective. Again, Shannon Ben is going to give us some inspiration. We're going to pop into the inspiration and it's going to be today useless without love. After taking the pieces of my special order table from the box and laying them out before me, I noticed something wasn't quite right. The beautiful top for the table and the other parts were accounted for, but it was missing one of the legs. Without all the legs, I couldn't assemble the table, rendering it useless. It's not just tables that are useless when missing one vital piece. In the book of 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds his readers that they were missing one essential component. The believers possessed many spiritual gifts, but lacked love. Using exaggerated language to emphasize his point, Paul wrote that even if his readers had all knowledge, if they gave away every single thing they owned, and even if they willingly suffered hardship without the essential foundation of love, their actions would all amount to nothing. Paul encouraged them to always infuse their actions with love, movingly describing the beauty of a love that always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. As we use our spiritual gifts, perhaps to teach, encourage, or serve in our faith communities, remember that God's design always calls for love. Otherwise, it's like a table missing a leg. It can't achieve the true purpose for what it was designed for. Heavenly Father, it amazes me that you do everything in love. Help me to learn to love more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, what a fitting inspiration for today where we're talking about the Carrying the Love Tour. And we've got some guests in the studio with us today by the name of Kaylin, Travis, and Sean. And they're going to be talking to us about the Carrying the Love Tour. And I'm going to have to call them young adults. And they're pretty inspiring to me and people around them as they uh, move through the world looking at the lack of love and the lack of uh, maybe Jesus Christ love in our spirits. It's not just the love of family and friends that we need. We need the love of Christ uh, so that we can have those appropriate relationships. And I don't know if that's what this tour is about, but we're about to find out all about this uh, Carry the Love Tour with our guest today. Welcome. Thanks for having us on. All right. Which one of you guys wants to grab a hold of the microphone and tell us about this uh, Carry the Love tour, also centered around the circuit riders? Go ahead. No, you should go. All right. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I'm here on the, the Carry the Love website here. They have um, a pretty moving mission statement, which which sounds strikingly what we just heard out of scripture. But essentially, I first encountered Carry the Love as as a student here at one of the colleges in Spokane. I was at a at a Bible study. Now the Carry the Love tour had passed through Spokane and had a small event at the time at my university. Your listeners are very akin to the idea that the universities are very spiritually dark these days. Yeah, we talk about that a lot yeah. on the show with uh, education and leading people away from religion, away from things that are godly and, and moving more into, I mean, Satanism, really. Absolutely. I, as a college student, I would agree with you. The result of this is my peers are, are just utterly destroyed. Their, their morality is very diminished. Their emotions are in shambles. It's like they have no ethical foundation because if you don't have the basis of right and wrong, whether it's in a relationship, understanding how to love, if you don't have any foundations of, of what love means or ethics or foundations of, of cultures and societies, 
you can go into a, a pagan reality. Obviously, the end of every uh, civilization known to man ended with paganism. Yeah. And it's interesting, and, and this is all related to carry the love here, but Jesus said that you either sow or you scatter. You're either with us or you're against us. And so if you mixed this this satanic immorality with Christianity, it becomes not truly Christianity anymore. And so at my Christian university, a lot of the Christian students, unfortunately, had a, a very uh, kind of distorted view of the true person of Jesus. At a number of our Bible studies, I believe the students were genuinely trying to seek the Lord, but it was to their detriment that the leadership was not always capable of truly sowing the truth of Jesus Christ. And so I was at one of these Bible studies um, among peers of mine who I knew to have a pretty struggleful life because of, of what's been put into them, into the school system. Well, and there's um, a difficulty there too, because if you're on campus or you're carrying out a function that could be related to the campus, if it doesn't go through HR and you know, you've got your cultural studies people that show up from time to time. It's got to pass their muster, which is almost frightening. Yeah. Now, I'm so grateful that Carrie the Love was able to do this a few years back. I believe this was my freshman year. I'm hopeful that after, you know, this event is just successful in this city, that it'll catch some wind. Students at Whitworth will help bring it in. And is this um, is this actually sponsored by any of the universities? Are they helping out with it? Or is this solely sponsored by the circuit riders? At this point, uh, universities in Spokane have not officially sponsored this event, but we're hoping that they will in the future. But the circuit riders are the ones that kind of put this on, or how are they affiliated? They are. So the Carry the Love Tour is a worship tour from the circuit riders. Okay, and so um, I went to the circuit riders website, and the original circuit riders were a movement of selfless, dedicated individuals who gave their very lives to reach the lost, forming discipleship settings, shifting the culture around them through wholehearted obedience to scripture. Their zeal for God created a contagion of simple obedience to the teachings of Jesus Christ and resulted in a movement later described as the first great awakening, and that's their original circuit riders statement. So, Sean, jump in here sideways. Tell me what you know about this movement that was obviously created uh, many decades ago. Well, from what I understand, that that ministry was responsible. Like, it was how the gospel was brought to rural neighborhoods or areas and regions around the country where they didn't have many churches. They didn't have access to communities like the growing towns and cities that were spread out. And according to the website, they were talking about a, a school that they just launched in 2011 was their first school it's in uh, Kona, Hawaii. And so it's, it's outreach. They said that uh, we were inspired by the original story of the Methodist circuit riders and their sacrifice uh, and their impact and dedication to multiplying the message of the gospel. So they're moving throughout culture, society, and it looks like they're going to be hitting Whitworth campus. Now this, there's an event coming up. And so folks, you got to write down on your calendar, February 17th, 7 PM Valley Christian school. And that's out on East ninth. It's 10,212 East ninth Spokane Valley. So again, it's the carry the love concert. And you're going to be there at February 17th, 7 PM, the Christian school, 10,212 East ninth. What else do you got for us there? Kaylin, you were ready to jump in. I know you were. <laughs> yeah. I think even see on the other side, like, you know, we can talk about the universities and stuff and just talk about like the young adults area and how there's such like a hunger for understanding what truth is since we have huge movements of like, well, what's your truth? This is my truth. And then like the truth that secular world is kind of like trying to infiltrate into kids' minds. So even on top of that, like bringing like a completely different perspective on things or like, you know, reawaken like the hearts of people who 
fallen asleep Christians or people who are like just so hungry to understand what the truth is. So I think kind of tying all that together is that we're not just like, this isn't solely just like, oh, if you're a Christian, you know, Catholic, you know, Pentecostal, whatever you are, Methodist, Baptist, like this is the concert for you, but it's really for everybody. Like, even if you're an atheist, even if you're like, whatever you are, I was about to say communist, like any, like come to this concert and stuff, come experience uh, the Holy Spirit. It's okay to say communism because (laughs) really uh, uh, this show, we talked about Marxism before it was popular to talk about, but it was in the universities and the Marxist (laughs) reality is you've got to unthrone God. You've got to destroy any religious belief and then have have only trust and belief in the state. Mm-hmm. And so we've gone down that road. We see what it's doing to our culture, the fatherless homes, the other destruction that's going on, the immorality in our culture. Yeah, definitely trying to do outreach and, and get people in. I definitely like the the circuit riders talking about a great revival, a great awakening, because we're, we're definitely in need of that today, where it seems so many are confused on which restroom to use, you know, and and we're pushing that into the society. And as Christians, we got told, at least when I was getting raised, I know that you guys have probably seen that in the universities, but it was really common where Christians, we should be tolerant. And I couldn't find that in the Bible. Yeah. I couldn't find that. I think, you know, if we're tolerant, then we're just, we let everybody recognize their own truth and we're not rebuking our brethren saying, no, 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 wait, this is the real truth and you're losing your foundation and, and you're going to stumble. Well, I think if you're tolerating, you're, you're just making room for compromise. And like, you know, scripture clearly tells us not to compromise. Like truth is truth. Even within my college camp or classes at the moment, like they have the truth, you know, so I'm in like a bunch of like religious classes and they're telling us the truth, but then also it's distorted. So it's like, well, you can have this truth, but then also you can interpret it this way. And so, so it's fundamentally like important to come back to what actually is truth. Cause there's only one truth that we compare everything else in this world to everything is compared to it. And that truth is what God ri- like inspired word scripture and his son coming to die for us. Like that is fundamentally the truth that everything is based upon. That means I can't become an animal. No. <laughs> That's happening in schools now too, right? They're, they're convincing people you can become an animal. I, I can, think they're putting litter boxes in some high schools. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so I, I'm allergic to some household pets, so I don't think I should become one. Be allergic to yourself. That would be a horrible truth to live out. So yeah. with, with truth in mind, Travis, what do you see people experiencing when they go to the Carry the Love Conference and maybe carry that love forward in their lives the way that you hope to in yours? Yeah, fantastic. So I want to actually, this this segues perfectly into the end of the story that I started here earlier. Um, so I'm at this Bible study, all these students who, who have been permeated with the, with the postmodern idea we were just talking about, that everybody has their own truth, right? In that school of thought, everything does in fact fly, including being an animal, right? So this isn't an outrageous idea you're talking about. This actually does happen in our university. So that type of student was at this Bible study, and she, in a small group, mentioned that she had just gotten back from this worship event. And she was physically healed, actually. And what this did to her is her encounter with the Lord caused her to like question her belief system. It so rocked her world that God would be personally interested in her. And so over the course of the next three years, without exception, every single person I've met from my university who attended that small gathering has testified to me that they just had an incredible encounter with the Lord that's helped shape their life. The Christian walk isn't all about emotion and encounter, but let me tell you, I'm a result of an encounter with the Lord. The Bible is full of encounters with the Lord, and I believe that people who show up to the carry the love are going to find exactly that. They're going to encounter Jesus Christ. Well, then having an encounter with Jesus Christ, the Spirit, the Trinity, God puts you under authority. 
And, and I think that's one of the places that we lack is the foundation of the hierarchy of life. And we can't just not have authority in any society that just has chaos and anarchy. That's the lack of authority. And right now it seems like our leadership, whether it's the federal level, the state at the local city level, we lack that ability to tell society, look, we have an authority that's, that's beyond government, beyond the teacher that tells you to write a paper that goes against your personal beliefs. So we have that authority and having that at counter is going to be the powerful way for people to be able to have that foundation. I think to take that authority and give it to others. You also, not only are you under God's authority, he gives you the authority to spread the truth and not be tolerant of lies. Sean, jump on in here. Well, I, I think honestly, there's a, there's a huge power struggle going on in our society today based on like what you were just talking about authority. Who, who has the authority? Is it the government? <clears throat> nationally locally is it the church who has it you you've asked me a, a loaded question i don't even know if you're ready for me to answer this because <laughs> well, but, what's what, happening on the level of in the streets is always a power uh struggle and a fight for control and power and so it's it's not I, what i want to like express to people like <laughs> we're not much different than them in the way that we act. We act, don't realize that we behave in a, in a lot of the same ways. Well, we've become so tribal, really, right. yeah, at, well, at this yeah. point in time. And Who's I got the authority? It's, it's, all the, it's, it's, it's being dictated by what's happening in the spirit realm. With all of this going on, and you're talking about authority, I think we forget about the love part, right? And so what's go, what, what Travis and, and Kaylin are have been describing and what, what they're seeing with, with their peers on their, their campuses this is an opportunity to get them to come together. It's, it's really a gathering for the younger generation to come together and to encounter God together, whether we get people that are coming in that don't know Jesus and yeah. that are lost and broken, yeah. or it's just a, a school gym full of those that know Jesus and they want more of Jesus. But a lot of these college students also aren't connected to local churches. That's a great explanation, Sean. So folks, if you want to encounter that experience that Sean just described and Travis and Kaylin, you've got to go to the Carry the Love concert at Valley Christian School, 10,212 East 9th Avenue. Again, Valley Christian School, 10,212 East 9th Avenue. Carry the love. We're going to carry the love again after we come back from the break. Don't go anywhere. We want to thank God and you, the listeners, for the opportunity to continue the Right Spokane Perspective radio show and podcast programming. We sincerely thank Mike Fagan for 12 years of dedication to our listeners and guests of the Right Spokane Perspective, and we wish you well in your sabbatical and anticipate hearing from you again in the future. Listeners, it's because of your support we continue to bring you facts, commentary, and alerts on what's happening in local government, politics, and issues affecting us all. Please send your most generous support to Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, PO Box 7620, Spokane, WA 99207. Thanks again, and back to the show. And welcome back to the Right Spokane Perspective. And I have guests in studio, Kaylin, Travis, and Sean, and they're talking about carrying the love. We got to carry the love forward, but we got to carry the love all the way to the Carry the Love concert. Folks, you got a short amount of time to get this on your calendar. February 17th, 7 p.m., Valley Christian School, 10,212 East 9th. We're talking about a free revival worship concert sponsored by the Circuit Riders. And uh, we ran off into the break. We were talking to Sean about the foundations for a culture and society and how we're, we're acting so tribal these days. And it's all about power struggle. And it's not about, uh, you know, it's, it's who's right, right? Not what's right. 
that seems like where we've gone in our culture right. today. And we had a, you know, we had a leader at one point in time that said, walk softly and carry a big stick. And I think he got that from the scripture because God kind of walks softly and carries a big stick because the wages of sin are death. Mm. Right. Right. But he also gave us free will to, to choose and chart our own path and we're charting it and it's not looking good in this culture. Right. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we get distracted by all these things happening. We forget about what's going on with the kids or the younger generation. Yeah. The children are the future. Yeah. They're future leaders. They're the ones that are going to be caring yes. for us when we're older. Right. They inherit all this mess. Yeah. So they're also going to be the cleanup crew. Yeah, they they inherit the the national debt and and spiritual, spiritual mm. yeah the I, I would say we're almost morally bankrupt as a country if we don't turn from our wicked ways. All right, Kaylin, jump on in here. You've got uh, your mind is is <laughs> twisting around this whole idea. I can see of of our culture. You know, I you guys talked about education, you and Travis, and your in your college events with me, college experience, I should say, and it it really does seem like we're misleading the youth into a direction. Uh, of destruction for them personally and as future leaders, if they continue to have those values that are handed to them in the university, what are we looking forward to? Do you mean in like spite of the conference or, or the concert or like in just in general? <laughs> well, well, just in general, why people should go to this concert. And cause I, I really see events like this, especially for young adults, these concerts, you have the concert, but you also have networking opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find Bible studies. You can find other people to strengthen your walk with Christ while you're going to a supposed Christian or religious institution that's destroying your basis of religion, right? Yeah. I, I think like, at least from my perspective for this concert is that like it's open to anybody and everybody like even like the lost people like what you know we call people who are lost like who haven't seen that like the light or like have not um have experienced like the love of christ like please come like <laughs> we are praying heavily that the lost people will come and just encounter christ at this event and, and this is for all ages you don't have to all be ages young, yeah but, you don't you most definitely don't bring your grandma bring grandma but you, she's got to be able to handle some loud music because i'm sure this is going to be loud she can wear earplugs it's fine grandpa can wear earplugs <laughs> right. headphones you know <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's legit open to anybody and everybody that's i think that's one thing that we really want to stress like it's not exclusive like oh only like you know the people who already believe in god like can come to it but it's rather like it's inclusive we we want the love of christ to reach people even if that means the people walking on the side of the street outside of the building get just slammed with the holy spirit if that's what it takes praise god for it <laughs> well and to me this this kind of an event when you're out there as as someone that's part of a, a young adult club or or maybe even adults that have since COVID and churches shut down, people lost the faith because they weren't going to wear the mask. And they saw that the leadership of their church folded mm -hmm. to the higher powers. They've walked away from their religious beliefs and their faith. And this is a way to maybe get them to come back into the fold and say, Hey, I'm, I want to be re-engaged. Can you invite people to just about any Bible study? Sometimes that's not the best path. Maybe an event like this is a way to reach out to somebody and say, Hey, not all Christian faith events are boring. Okay. It's not, <laughs> it's not going to be a lecture. This is going to be a good time where you can be one with the spirit because it's a relationship between you and Christ, not a hierarchy in, in a religious platform. You know, this is a good way to grab a hold of people and maybe they'll find a way to carry the love in their own personal life through other events. Yeah. Amen. It's not intimidating either. Like yeah. this is a concert with great music, great production quality. I've actually uh, been to one of their worship events before. It was incredible. Just unbelievable. You, you could be secular, not looking for Jesus and just yeah. come enjoy this thing. Now the idea that young people are the leaders 
are, will, who will define the next 50 years in our country is precisely why the enemy has capitalized on the university system today. Now, the Carry the Love Tour is, is very much specifically for this purpose. They cite like on their website the fact that the young people are, are the least involved in Christianity that they've been for a very long time. As a matter of fact, Christianity in general is at, is at a decline in the United States, in a Christian nation, Christianity is declining. Yes. And, and that's scary. Even if we have a Congress that we're kind of now debating on whether we should have prayer before Congress gets together. But you still have Congress saying, you know, God bless America. You have some of these leaders that, well, and of course, we need the youth involved because now we have a lot of leaders that don't know which stage to exit from or what side of the stage or how to get on stage without falling yeah. and, you know, things Stop. like that. <laughs> well, you, you know, at some point we all have to, to hand over the torch and, and I uh, need, yes. I need someone to hand over the torch to, yeah. you know, right Spokane perspective. This show has been going for 13 years and the torch just got handed to me by a guy that says, you know what, I'm ready. I'm going to have to do that. And the people I might hand it over to could be sitting here today. We have to be prepared mm -hmm. to hand over that torch. And it seems like, and be willing we, to, and not be afraid to, Right. It seems Pass like it on. as a country, so many people have held on to power, held on to leadership. They're I, not willing to, to let go. And so they're not in, creating future in leaders. And out of the church, too. And in the church, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so we've got to prepare these future leaders like Kaylin and Travis to, to jump in there and, and promote a Carry the Love uh, tour, a, a concert. We were talking about power a little earlier. So question for you, Mr. Tim. Um, <laughs> I have the power of the, the knob over here. That's about it. All right. All right. All right. They're going to hear uh, it. Tim, what would you say is the greatest superpower on the earth? The greatest superpower on the earth. I, I would say in the universe is God and the Trinity has the most power. Well, amen. I would agree with you. Um, and, and he's, he's going to allow us to, to help us to that end by giving us free will. And, and hopefully it's not going to end soon because we're going to have a great awakening and a revival so that God won't decide that this is are an you, evil land. Are you talking about outside of God or aside from God? Well, either way, if you observe as a nation, the greatest superpowers on the earth, consider the United States, we are oh, you're the greatest about, superpower yeah. on the earth because of the fact that the church is the greatest superpower on the earth. Um, communist China has explicitly conceded that that what makes America special is our religion and our God. And, and we, we're starting to lose that, and, and we're becoming weak in China is obviously they're ready to you know f fly a balloon. We do, yeah. And I bring this up because, like, listeners, listen up. Are you a person of God? If the people of God will actively live the word of God and be the church, it is inevitable that he will hear us from heaven, forgive our sins and heal our land. It's inevitable that the greatest superpower on the earth will beat the enemy and reverse what's been going on in this nation. This carry the love tour is a great step to make that happen here in Spokane. Yeah. And starting at the local level is the, is the best way to do that. You know, I, I consume a lot of news media, uh, which is a lot of it's actually entertainment as well, but they're not really telling us something that we can do on this show. We like to talk about local politics, you know, talk to your city council, contact your local representatives, run for school board. But most of the media, most of the things that we, even in uh, religious circles, it's all federal. It's, it's, outside of our hands. The Carry the Love Tour is coming to Spokane. You can be there. You can network with people and do things right in your own backyard. That's where you have power. So we can worry about the most powerful thing on the planet, whether it's a country or an oligarch, George Soros or Bill Gates or whatever. We can't change the outcome of what they're doing in their world. We can only change the outcome of what we're doing in the world around us. 
And praise God that we even have the freedom to even gather together. I mean, like you hear stories of people in the Middle East and like even in China and stuff who like they get killed if they're even gathering in the name of Jesus. So like we have, it's such a privilege and an honor to even have the freedom. And I take it as such an honor to be involved with something that God's doing in the city. That is a huge honor. And like in full humility, I'm like, thank you, God, for allowing me to even be a part of it. I think there's going to be such a huge awakening happening that God just wants to move in such a powerful way. And the fact is that if we can just move out of the way and just let God do it, but just be vessels for what he wants to do. He's like, he's like, okay, you want me to see, you want to see me do something? I'm going to do something right now. And just his glory just completely fill the place. I take it as such an honor that we get freedom to just gather in the name of Jesus. Like churches. I I know that you'll probably touch some lives, Caitlin, while you're there, because if you're not on stage singing, someone that's standing near you will hear your love of uh, Christ coming out of your voice as you're, because I know you're going to know some of these songs and you can't help it. I know. I know that's going to be the case. Yeah, we've got to be engaged locally in the fact that you're wanting to be part of these kinds of things. Hopefully one day you run for school board, right? Uh, and, and maybe. you know, you never know. <laughs> we, because the church has left our government for so long that we're no longer engaged. And so the foundation of our country, as Travis was talking about, the reason why the rest of the world was so afraid of us is because, you know what, it didn't matter whether you were a Methodist or Presbyterian, or it didn't matter what religion you were. We respected your religious liberty. Most all of those liberties centered around Christ, the Holy Bible, the beginning of our country, which mentions God in our constitution. And we were going to fight for our brethren from every religious belief. We weren't just going to fight for our brethren in the Baptist church. We were going to fight for religious freedom, even abroad. Yeah. And and we saw a taste, Kaylin, this last couple of years of the lack of freedoms where dictators said, no, nah, you guys can't go to church. We're, we're going to have to shut down the churches. I mean, you can go to the strip clubs. You can go, you know, to, to other kinds of things. You can go to the Walmarts and the big box stores, but you guys can't go to church. We're, we're locking you down. And that should wake us all up to the fact that we need to keep those church doors open, but our hearts open too, to the ultimate power that Travis was talking about, God, not the corporations, corporations of government that think that they can infringe on our liberties and gathering like the Carry the Love Tour, February 17th, 7 p.m. Valley Christian School, 10,212 East 9th Circuit Riders. It's a free revival worship conference. So get that on your calendar. Sean, your mind is is turning over there. I can see it. I think it was being said somewhere in our conversation. Yeah, Travis made me think about it when he started talking about the decline of the of the millennial generation and the younger generation that are leaving the church. Honestly, there's there's a whole lot of like if you just look on social media from Instagram to Facebook to YouTube, there's a whole lot of finger pointing at a lot of people just pointing back and forth. And we are forgetting we've lost that love. You know that 80s song, you've lost that love and feeling. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, that was off of Top Gun too, though. Hey, yeah. come on now. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yes. anyway, we've lost that. The younger generation feels that. As, as you guys were talking, I've been, I was thinking about the whole compound effect. And what's happening currently has been a buildup over the last 50 years. Travis mentioned future leaders for the next 50 years. There needs to be a drastic shift, but it needs to happen in the spirit realm and in in the hearts of the believers in getting in touch with the heart of God. And I feel like the younger generation, this will spark something that if we don't do our part after the Carry the Love Tour to steward this and to fan the flame, 
that's going to be uh, another tragedy to the younger generation that they're they're already I've I seen it last night. <laughs> There's so many on fire young adults that want more Jesus, they want more Holy Spirit, they want the but they want the real Jesus mm-hmm. and the real yeah. Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about, not what we hear. Yeah, and, Christian emojis don't get it done. No, and and and, <laughs> and so well, I mean we you, you brought that up with we've lost that love and feeling, and I think we I do because that. What, well, yeah, I was going to have you sing the whole song, but we don't have enough time left in the show today. So we'll have to come back and do that again because that was a great song. I think I remember <laughs> maybe, but nevertheless, we've, we have lost that loving feeling because we're too in love with ourselves. Like you said, on social media, you see it everywhere. You don't see people reaching out in love of others as much. People love their pets more than they love mankind, right? Mm-hmm. People there, it's all about selfies and like circuit riders that were selfless, that were willing to risk their very lives to, to spread the gospel. We need to be able to carry that love. Right. Uh, Jesus Christ, he was able to, uh, you know, selflessly give us love and he was willing to die on the cross for our sins. So I don't know that we can carry the love to that extent, but someday we might have to if we don't carry the love and preserve our freedoms and ability to gather at great events like the one coming up. Carry the love again, February 17th, 7 p.m. Valley Christian School, 10,212 East 9th, folks, in the Spokane Valley. You got to be there or be square. It's a free revival <laughs> worship concert. And the circuit riders are bringing it to you. Thanks for being here, folks. We'll see you you tomorrow.